Hello, everyone. Welcome to the season four premiere of the Good Faith Idea Exchange. I have to say, uh, it sounds pretty crazy even saying that because um, I wasn't even sure I wanted to to start this thing in the first place. Um, and here we are, four seasons in now. Um, well, just starting the fourth season. And, you know, my listener base is more than quadrupled since season one. And, you know, we're just moving along here. So um, I want to thank everyone who's been, who's stuck with me through all of this. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm hoping to bring you, uh, to make season four the best yet of this podcast. So jumping right into it. For today's episode, I'm sitting down with Jackie Fowler-Lewis. Jackie is a speaker, he's written books, he's done a lot of things, and he focuses on helping at-risk youth to break the cycles that they come from, you know, by helping them to discover their, their, their self-worth and to develop an understanding that, you know, though... Life may have dealt them a, a very bad hand to begin with. They can still live their lives to the fullest. So we're going to jump into this. Jackie has a very interesting story to tell. He's been through quite a bit himself. And he's actually raised over $27,000 for charity already so far. You know, he's really getting a lot of positive things done out there. So let's get to it. First, Jackie, um, could you please tell me a little bit about your background and, you know, what brought you into the professional speaking arena? So I was raised in foster care from the age of five. My mother, she was a drug addict. My father was a pedophile. Um, so I grew up in a system where my life was not necessarily valued or people did not expect it to have value. So when I became 16, I was fortunate enough to be adopted by my mother and she instilled in me my hopes, dreams, and everything in between. She gave me the courage to follow my dreams. She, she is just everything, you know, everything that a mother is, she is that to me. There's no difference between biological and adoptive with her. Right. Right. I'm very sorry to hear, you know, your experiences with your biological parents, but in my, in my life as well, um, I was very blessed to have, you know, my, my direct parents, but I lost them at an earlier age. And, um, my extended family, um, they're not necessarily, you know, terrible or anything, but, you know, there are people who I'm not related to who, in some cases, I share an even closer bond with them than I do some people who I'm related to by blood, you know? So I think I might know, somewhat know the feeling, but, um, yeah. so Jackie, um, you know, growing up in the, in the foster care system, you know, how would you describe your experience in the foster care system in your own words? So I have two stages in the foster care system. One where I was bounced around from home to home. I would say in that stage, it's, you're 
literally more or less like just dust in the wind, go just going to and fro, people not really caring for you, people telling you, oh, they're going to be here forever. And you build connections with these people. And the next day you're removed from their home, not necessarily due to any fault of them, but just the design of the system. Some, a lot of kids never find a home that they can actually rest in. My second stage would be where I was moved to this place called SOS Children's Village. And this is actually where I met my adoptive mom because she became a house parent. So at SOS Children's Village, I was allowed to make those connections and meet these people. And some of them I still talk to today. They have become a life raft to me on many occasions in life. You know, they they offer guidance, wisdom, everything that a family should offer or could offer, they have become that for me. So the first part, not so good. The second part, again, not so good, not ideal, but it had great benefits. Right, right. So I imagine, um, you know, at any given time, there there is an, probably an insane number of children around the country are going through this very same, these, some of these very same experiences that you described in the foster care system to date, um, you know, around how many at-risk youth would you say you've spoken to? So I'm still fairly new and just getting started, but SOS, they invite me out to speak at certain agencies, conferences, graduations, and things of that nature. Uh, So on average, I would say that I've spoken to about close to a couple hundred, two to 300 at-risk youth just sharing my story. Gotcha. Okay. That's, that's a pretty, pretty large number right there. Um, are there any particular kids who stand out to you especially? And, and if so, why? It's a couple kids that I, I grew up with that I try to give back. There was an age gaps there so I could go back to the village and share my wisdom with them. And with them, I've noticed that a lot of kids, they just need attention positive affirmation and love. A lot of times with foster children, we just see them as a problem child. And the truth is they're just children crying out for attention. Mm. Okay. So you've, um, so you've mentioned SOS a couple of times. Would you care to tell me a little more about, about SOS? Yeah. It's this place located in Coconut Creek, Florida. They have multiple fundraisers throughout the year. Um, they have a plethora of, it's literally its own little community. And the, the workers there, they become like family. Like you call these, they call them house parents. But to the children, you call them mom and dad. You call them aunties and uncles. So they become your family. The children, the other children there that are there with you, they become your cousins. So it's it's literally its own isolated little family. And I'm thankful and I'm blessed to have had it. Nice. Nice. So, you know, it seems that assisting people and finding personal success is is also very important to you. Um, what would you say it takes to to manifest a to manifest a balanced personal and professional life? Honestly, it's really heavy organization. <laughs> okay. Um, 
organization, you know, the desire to help people and is great. But if you can't organize your life, you'll never get you'll never get to where you need to be. You can get started, but you'll never finish. Okay. Now, also, you know, I know that you're a firm believer in picking up the pieces, you know, no matter what you've been through in your life and and building upon that shattered self. But other than yourself, who would you say is the greatest embodiment of this um, among the people that you've worked with so far? So there's a life coach at SOS. Her name is LaShonda Cross. She does the best job of what I've seen of just moving forward in life and having a positive attitude about it. Okay. Okay. Is there anything in particular that, you know, really, you know, makes her stand um, stand out to you? Yes. She's one of those people where even if it's raining for her, like in her personal life, she'll still do what she can to make light shine in someone else's. There's never been a time where I've called her with an issue and she's just been like, you just gonna have to bite the bullet. She's always been like, what can we do to get to the solution? And, you know, people have their own issues, but never once have I heard her complain. She's always been that guiding light, that shoulder I can lean on. That's excellent. That's mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, everybody needs someone like that in their life. Now, I believe I, I believe you said once that we are no longer able to identify our true selves when we are so often trapped in our comfort zones. Um, mm-hmm. What exactly did you mean by that? So to me, the comfort zone is a place where dreams go to die. And and I mean that by you will never accomplish anything being comfortable. Not saying that you can't obtain a level of success, but as far as your dream, usually most people dream bigger than their comfort zone. So they have to step outside of their comfort zone to even begin to obtain that. And even with that, you have to become a person that is comfortable being uncomfortable because when you're chasing any dream, you get a lot more no's than you get yeses in the beginning. So there's no way you can be comfortable taking that no and moving on without having to leave that comfort zone. The first no you get when you're in the comfort zone, you're like, "Eh, it's not that important. I can just retreat back to where I'm comfortable. I got you. Okay. So, okay. Well, so Jackie, one thing I just wanted to ask you, um, you know, is is there any, is there, um, is there any website or any specific book or anything that you would like to, um, that you'd like to put out there right now? Yeah, of course. So I have multiple books published. They're all on Amazon. You just type in my name, uh, Jackie Fowler Lewis, the third J A C K I E. F-O-W-L-E-R hyphen L-E-W-I-S, the third, and all of my books will pop up. And my website is thejackielewis.com. And on my website, it has all the links to my social medias. Okay. So that's thejackielewis.com. Yes. Okay. Okay. 
Jackie, are there any other special initiatives you have underway that you know you'd like to mention? So we are in the planning process of building a mentor program. Well, restarting a mentor program. We once had one before. It was called the Royal Nature Mentoring Group, uh, but we had to let that one go. So we're in the process of starting up a new mentoring program for at-risk young men. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Any idea when this program will be out or? The goal is to have it up and running by the end of next year. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, Yeah, I will definitely, you know, have to be on the lookout for that. Well, Jackie, um, I, I, you know, that's pretty much all that I had for you. Um, I really want to thank you very much for taking the time to sit down with me today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. I enjoyed it. All right. This concludes my interview with Jackie Fowler-Lewis. Again, you can find him on his website at thejackielewis.com. Also, that website will be posted in the show notes. So if you're having any trouble spelling that, you'll be able to find it there. Aside from that, um, I really have nothing more to say. So time for a new season to get underway. Have a great day, everyone.